welcome to episode 218. We're rounding out our Fast and Furious conversation. That's because we do long form conversation here. But today, right here, right now, is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Let's hit that music. Let's hit that intro and rock and roll. The weather is changing in Philadelphia. And for those of you who are not on the East Coast, because I know I got worldwide listeners, and I thank you very much. I, I, anyone that reaches out to touch your boy, another known as, a.k.a. Pad, Peter Anthony DeLuca, that is me, your host. Anyone that reaches out to touch me, I thank you so much. I, every single time. It never gets old. I'm always extremely flattered by it. And uh, I, I just wanted to say that because... This podcast started as this like venture, and it was it was a way for me to utilize uh, not only myself but my uh, my friends, my contemporaries, the the people around me, because it, one of my precepts, one one of these things that I live day to day by is that like anything that is your hobby, there is no reason why you shouldn't. Uh, fight to access that hobby into either content or a revenue stream and if, if 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 you hit the content enough and for long enough your content itself will become a revenue stream now these are a lot of the the social media philosophies methodologies and concepts i preach around philadelphia Philadelphia because you know like I work within that industry I I like to target and find people and work with them one-on-one usually it's behind the scenes you usually it's you know like I don't take credit for what's happening uh, this is something I'm doing now when it comes to crowdfunding and uh, some of these Indiegogo uh, comic book campaigns that are kind of you know like they're they're not really hitting the mark and they're not, uh, by hitting the mark, I mean they're, they're not finding an audience. And I target, you know, some of these potential clients of mine. And, you know, look, it takes, it takes a, a while to, to curate these people. It takes a while to convert them. Uh, it's usually months of free advice and free documents and free PDFs. And then we kind of move on from there. But it's because everyone has, like, this idea that you start and magically, like magically, you become a star, and it's it's not even close to that. Okay, there's there's a struggle, there's a pain uh, within this that I'm always vocal about. I never really hide, and the reason the reason why I'm vocal about it is because I think people should know that people who are trying to do it, there should be a, a level of documentation. And that's what uh, the AKA pad audio audacity podcast part of that. That's what this is. It's part documentation of the pain that it takes the pain that it takes <laughs> to make a hit. But no, no, look, look, I, I said this, I'm one to 2000 episodes like away. Okay, it's going to take up to 1,000 to 2,000 episodes. It's going to take years worth of work just to get this podcast somewhere. Now, given provided along the way, you now do we grow it? Do we work it? Do we uh, try and bring in contributors and, and uh, collaborators to make it grow? Uh, do I want to seek out partners and, and incentivize the partners to promote it? A thousand and one percent. But it's not even there yet, 
okay? I'm still trying to figure out what this podcast is. But for now, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk comics. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're doing pretty uh, pretty well with targeted content. And I kind of like this block. I, I, I want to do another block right after this. I haven't decided what that would be yet. But, you know, upcoming, you know, we do have the 31 Days of Dread. That's the, uh, you know, that's my annual one horror movie a day for all of October. Now, last year, I did 31 Days of Dread. And I also did, like, uh, you know, I did Thanks Flicking for... Uh, that, that, that was frustrating. Thanks Flicking was the follow-up to the 31 Days of Dread where during November because November is Thanksgiving that we do uh, like turkey movies we do we do Thanksgiving movies this is tough there's that many <laughs> there's that many Thanksgiving movies uh, but I, I you know the so the Thanksgiving promotion or the Thanksgiving theme uh, or the thanks flicking I mean the thanks flicking theme for the aka pad audio audacity podcast may shift this coming year but look 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 everyone can we talk about this movie can we talk about fast and furious presents tokyo drift because that of of all of these movies of all of these movies the, the, this is my favorite one it really is and people are like but pete pete when when uh, you you always say the numbers don't lie the numbers don't lie uh, it's number nine of nine movies in inflation, adjusted ticket price for inflation. It's it's running in at a hot 85, almost 86 million dollars. Comparatively speaking, Furious 7, that was the 2015 release, uh, 369 million, okay? Worldwide unadjusted. <laughs> it's coming in at number nine, 158 million. Comparatively speaking, Furious Seven, 1.1 billion dollars. Okay, so why? You know, domestically, okay, domestically, just unadjusted. This is at 62 million. Furious Seven is 353 million. The newer, the newer. The 2019 Hobbs and Shaw, a few episodes back, is 170 million, and that's number five on the stack. Uh, that is right where it should be. Uh, bravo to uh, everyone behind Hobbs and Shaw, like especially the uh, the, the the marketing, because people came out ready for that movie. But yeah, yeah, okay. So this movie was interesting. It's such an interesting thing because the drifting culture was just hitting the lexicon of of America. The you know, Americans were just understanding what drifting is. There was uh you know we had a couple of reality shows, a couple like building type shows on MTV. And you know it, it, it took a while to really understand what drifting was, what type of race it was and why it was extremely skillful i the timing for tokyo drift the timing for this movie is i think exact and masterful and it's kind of like exactly what it should have been the i think the only if with the idea of them 
uh, you know, taking a sidestep. And this is almost just like a spin-off movie. This is technically no different than like Hobbs and Shaw. They could have did a movie. They they've they they could have made a movie on motorcycles and the the race culture of motorcycles. There were already movies that were inspired by Face and Furious. Um, you know that that uh, borrowed from you know like that 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 they could have borrowed from. Those ones were first to market. Uh, so no, you can't do it. Uh, Biker Boys is one of the movies that come to mind. Uh, and Torque. Biker Boys and Torque were two of the movies. And you know what? Torque? Torque's not too bad, guys. I would recommend Torque. But yeah, so... This movie, it's like we, we, we get to Justin Lin. Who is in such a unique position. He he makes this movie called B- Better Luck Tomorrow. It's somewhat based on this this real-life murder uh you know ivy league level high school students you know like they're going off to to harvard to yale they they killed this kid and he makes a movie loosely based on it i never seen better luck tomorrow i regret not seeing that movie even leading up to this conversation because better when we go through the fast and furious timeline better luck tomorrow is right after Too Fast, Too Furious. And and you're, you're, you're like, Pete, how could there be another Fast and Furious movie? See, again, when I talk about this franchise and I talk about how perfectly complicated and awesome and the continuity, I mean, it, it, this other movie that most people have never even heard of is fully incorporated within the thread of Fast and Furious. And this the movie takes play, place after Fast and Furious 2. Fast and Furious 3 was retconned. Retro. Canon. Retro continuity, I guess. Uh, After Fast and Furious 7. Right? No, 6. 6, right? Yeah. It's almost like a side story to 7. Because Jason Stratham avenging the events in Fast and Furious 6. Goes to Tokyo and kills Han. And we have almost like a replay. We have a upgraded. We have a redux of the scene in Tokyo Drift. Where one of the characters. Han. Who is from Better Luck Tomorrow. Just try and follow me here. Dies. Okay. Enough about that. But Justin Lin comes uh, Justin Lin comes in. Brings one of his characters over. From this movie no one's ever heard of. And Han becomes almost like a little bit of like the, the focal point. The focus of Tokyo Drift. Now. We have <laughs> we we have a character that I just love, okay. Lucas Black, okay, Sh- played by Sean Boswell. Boswell, okay. I love this dude. I love his character. I want his character to be in the next few movies. They should have brought in his character after Paul Walker's death. Uh, his character so perfect. His character later shows up in in Fast and Furious Seven. When Vin Diesel is trying to, uh, he's trying to hunt down uh, Han and see what happened to him, and then uh, he was told. So, any, anyway, <laughs> it's so complicated. But Justin Lin kind of comes in and does something that we've never seen ever. Okay, he brings this flavor and a style of action to a, a standing franchise, a standing successful franchise, and. 
in so is rewarded with more of that franchise and helps shape that franchise into doing one thing. The next movie brings it back to form. That is Fast and Furious. And then Fast Five starts this new direction of of like heist movies with a crime element. You know, crime heist, uh, Elliot Ness type mix. Okay, because someone's always hunting for Vin Diesel into car action and then into covert ops. It's it's extraordinary. Justin Lin ushered in this and to like to comparatively speak. Okay, like just imagine um, if the Joe Schumacher experiment worked with Warner Brothers and Batman, meaning he comes in. We don't reboot the franchise. We just go to uh, Batman Forever. We go to Batman and Robin. And then we go to Batman Triumphant. And we just continue. Okay? I think most franchises today should be done that way. This idea that we have to reboot it from a point. It's a, it's a lie. It's a failure. It's lazy. Universal just did it. Right? Or Paramount just did it with Bumblebee. Where they just continued and they just said whatever, uh, someone here's some new, here's some old, and but we're just going to keep going. Fast and Furious did that. Justin Lin, 2009, Fast and Furious, 2011, Fast Five, 2013, Fast and Furious Six. Imagine if Ju- Joel Schumacher had that type of successful run. Uh, I think some of the templates today would have shifted. He takes a break, does Star Trek Beyond 2016, which of all the new Star Trek movies and even Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Beyond is more Star Trek than any of them. That's a different discussion. Okay, then he's coming back in 2020, Fast and Furious 9, and I had no idea. I thought Fast and Furious was ending at 9. I, I think it's ending at 10. <laughs> because, right, he's, he, he has uh, Fast and Furious 10 for 2021. And then he also has Hot Wheels. And we know that Hot Wheels movie <laughs> is not going, going to happen. So what are some of these other elements about this movie? Other than it you know, being ballsy and swinging for the fences. This movie of all of these movies. It, the Fast and Furious franchise has really good credit sequences at the end of the movie now they roll in these uh mid-credit and post-credit sequences the music usually for these from this movie on is is dead on it's pretty hot okay this one has my favorite run of movies it has my favorite one of my favorite film songs ever which is tokyo drift by the teriyaki boys uh, that's Nigo's band, and if you're not familiar with Nigo, it's Bape, Bathing Ape. That's his clothing line. He's also the creative director for Yabiklo. So, boom. He's one of my guys. I just love him. We have great music by Brian Taylor. Okay? We have... Uh, this movie takes a risk. Okay? I love the Romeo and Juliet element of this movie. Uh, the, I forget her name. There's a girl that plays Neela. She's hot. Uh, this movie has Bow Wow as uh, I think he's <laughs> I think it's like Yoho or Twinkie. It's something like that. He has like a funny name. And then look, we have Sony Shiba, and and we have this Yakuza element that is also familiar to Fast and Furious, the first movie. 
this movie is easily dismissed. And it's either like you're just on board with with the flow of of it. You're 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 on board with the uh, the visceral attention to the action. The, this movie is completely self-aware. It understands what it is and has building stakes. I'm not, and it's it's a world you're not familiar with, which I love. I love movies where it's fish out of water, and you're just learning along the way. You're you're trudging along, and you're learning, and you're developing. So, the, it's the, this is just one of my go-to movies. I wa- I watch it a lot. I invite all of you to just if, if you've seen it and you th- and you think you don't like it, give it another shot. Let me know. But uh, there's very little to trash about this movie. Now you can take the high horse film uh, critic attitude, but look, film criticism is dead right now. I mean, the the the, the new Rambo movie, Rambo: Last Blood, just got a vis- it just got trashed. It, it got T Rexed because of this social justice warrior position people have taken against the movie. Uh, most of these reviews don't the people don't even sound like they've seen the movie or are even familiar with the franchise. Whatever. Uh, the one thing I love about the new Rainbow movie is is the movie kind of starts with him with a girlfriend. So if that's not character growth for you, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure. But look, when it comes to Fast and Furious, the the other movie that that does it in the other film franchise that does it, going back to Stallone. Would be Rocky and then Creed, and I hate to say it because I know it might upset some people, but Rainbow seems to have a, a solid five movie arc, and it also has a cartoon series. What's up with that? <laughs> I forget the subtitle of that cartoon series. It has some like it's like it's like the Renegades of Freedom or or something. But look, look, everyone, uh, I'm just gonna call it quits. Just watch this movie. This this is one of your boys' top picks. Rock and roll. Go out there, create something. Follow me on the social media things, like the Twitter, aka Pad, aka Pad Thirteen on Instagram, aka Pad. Search me, search for me by name on Snapchat, aka Pad.com. Always working on that site. Uh, just find me wherever, aka Pad Thirteen. Also on on Facebook. Rock and roll. I love you. Go watch Tokyo Drift and do yourself a favor.